This is the Outer Rim Job. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Outer Rim Job. We've been away a little bit, but not too bad. Uh, this is episode eight, and on today's episode, we are going to go to back to Dodonna Schoolhouse. I don't, I don't think we did it last episode. I don't. Did we do it last episode? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. no. It okay. Was so long ago. Yeah, I know. It feels so long ago. All right, we're going to go back to the schoolhouse, and we're going to talk about um, MSUs, multi-ship units, multiple uh, small units, mul multiple ship units. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's the it's the one where you got like a bunch of activations with small ships. Yeah. And we're going to do that for, we're going to do like Imperial and Rebel um, examples. And from there, we're going to do then uh, the How My Rim Taste, where we're going to talk about, well, I'm going to talk about a, the Vassal tournament I'm in and any random casual play anybody's done. And then from there, we're going to do Current Hole, but not my bottom bitch. And then there, we're going to talk about all the other stuff we're playing with and as always, um, we'll let you know when we're going to start that part. And if you're just on here for Armada, stop listening. But if you want to hear about other things and what we're doing, keep listening. Uh, also, show note real quick. Uh, if I sound different, it's because I had to shave my beard off. Oh. And um, I know. I don't have as much timber to my voice yeah, anymore. Yeah, uh, it, it really drained the balls. It really drained the balls out of me. I, I feel emasculated, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. It's, that's, this is actually the first time you, Brian. I'm talking to Brian right now. This is the first time you've ever seen me without it, isn't it? Yeah, I was a little taken aback. How do you feel? How, does he, how do you feel about that? I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still haven't been walking out. out so like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another, just yeah. another male changing his appearance and possibly leaving you in jail. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. typically what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dad shaped and left for cigarettes and yeah. milk and never well, came you, back. You know, that way the cops don't recognize them. That's right. Yeah. Be harder to get that uh, child support out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Change yeah. your parents. You're still still to South Africa. Still warrants out, daddy. <laughs> they pay your bills. <laughs> well, that took a dark turn. Yeah. So, yeah. That's anyhow, that's what we're here it's for. Dark in the unknown regions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll see you in the schoolhouse. On with the episode. You're required to maneuver straight down this trench and skim the surface to this point. It's a small thermal exhaust port right below the main port. A small one-man fighter should be able to penetrate Princess Leah. All right, welcome into Dodonna Schoolhouse. And here we are going to talk about MSUs, multiple ship units. Am multiple I small units. Okay, multiple small units. And what we mean by that is... Um, I mean, it's kind of in the name. You have a bunch yeah, of yeah. small ships like CR-90s. Uh, you obviously will have a couple of transports in there since you only have two now. Uh, before this, you, people would have a ton. They'd put at least four of them in there to get themselves like eight, nine activations yeah, and really pad it. They never did well with those, though, it seems. Yeah, well, just one guy did. Craig did two worlds ago. He got fifth. He was Yeah, that's out. right. Okay. Yeah, with a like an eight or nine activation thing. It was rebel. Um, and we found three transports though. 
Oh yeah, that's not so bad. Well, if we're talking like <laughs> pre-update, didn't the German guy have like thirteen Gazanis in one of his lists? Yeah, it was. That's it was all he ran. It was nothing yeah. but Gazantis and, and a full <laughs> bottle. Was it like regionals yeah. that he won? He won like German nationals and shit with, with that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He won like everything. He bragged that it never lost, but when he says that, like, yeah, you know, it was like a lot of six fives. I think. Too. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, hope, I hope he named it the Blitzkrieg. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a really good one. I yeah. think I actually suggested that to him because I saw him at the that Worlds, and I'm yeah. like, you should name this Blitzkrieg. <laughs> Right, but I think I, I, think I had a bad like one. literally any German list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I said, uh, uh, "Oh, uh, it was." Um, oh, what was the major offensive in World War One? The German offensive, uh, the Kaiserschlacht. Oh, <laughs> I'm like you should, you should name it Kaiserschlacht. He's like, "Oh, yeah, that's a that's a good one." Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly what every German sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I name it a Kaiser shot. Till <laughs> Mac can think of Dirty Harry. <laughs> like real cowboys, bang bang, yeah. Oh yeah. And Dusen And there goes both of our German German listeners. <laughs> I could talk like that all fucking night. I don't care. <laughs> you get like a groovy, you just talk like a like a gay. Shiza eating German for fucking hours on it. Anyway, yeah, so back, back to what, week ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back to what the episode's supposed to be about, which is um, not making fun of Germans and their 13 activation Gazanti lists. <laughs> but, um, so what we're gonna do is we're we're gonna split this up. <clears throat> Myself, Matt, and Dane are gonna uh, uh, go through some like lists archetypes. Brian's gonna chime in, and we're gonna kind of give you like. The ones we see and what the kind of main-ish ones are, uh, what they do, what they're what they're trying to do, and how you can counter them and stuff. So I'll start. I'm gonna do um, what is essentially same shit, new look, which is just the new ace holes uh, that we railed on about in episode one. It's not dead. In fact, it's very well alive. Apparently, it'll never fucking go away. But I don't know. The zombie lord reigns supreme. <clears throat> zombie lord reigns supreme. Him and Dodana. Do I mean, it's either Dodana or the zombie lord. But it seems the zombie lord is or uh, Riken is the most popular right now. And what it is is it's six activations because that's its crutch. It's just trying to out activate you and outweight you until you move into range of its bombers. So Yavaris can like triple tap you and stuff. Um, it's you're, what it's going to look like now. They just replaced everything with hammerheads. To get yeah, themselves yeah. to get themselves and actually it's kind of funny because they they then created like an msu list because it's six activations and it's all small ships and mm -hmm. so it's ours two transports um one of the transports is gonna have eight our talon um, obviously one yeah one will probably have bomber command if they can fit it with the points um three hammerheads one hammerhead is just a lifeboat because that's back now. Lifeboats are back. It's just a simple, like the cheapest hammerhead, and they run it off the side of the board, and it's you know it's out of the fight. And what am I missing? Uh, CR90B. <clears throat> yeah, or yeah. another hammerhead. Or 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 just another hammerhead. Yeah. So that's what. This so is three hammerheads. Yavaris, two transports. Well, that's six activations, right? There. That, yeah, yeah. So there are no CR90s in it. Unless, I mean, they might throw one in there, but generally, like, you can trade a third hammerhead out for a CR-90B or something. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then max squats, max asshole squats. It's just all the double brace guys. Yeah. And yeah. with Riken. And it's just the it's the same boring shit. Um yep. yep. It seems like no matter no matter what FFG does, it's it's never gonna go away. Now, is it as prolific as it was before? No, I don't think so. No. Like it's not it hasn't won anything major. So No, and it, well it, it, it got it pretty high at world. <clears throat> yeah, it got second place at Worlds. And it's still very good. It's not unbeatable anymore. It's not bullshit. It's not like you know bullshit. It's bullshit because it's boring, but it's not like bullshit because it's cheap. Yeah, because you don't have Gamma Haven anymore. You can right. actually do damage to it. Yeah, you can kind of, but those kind squads of. still. I mean, they take forever to burn down. Yeah, and then, there's still yeah. high hole rebel squads with braces. The essential. The the point of it is, is they have so many points and squads, and the ships are so spread out. You're never going to table them. Right. Your, or your chances are super low. Like, it's almost impossible if they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so they just use those squads to, to burn you down. They'll 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 gladly trade Yavaris or a couple hammerheads for your fully decked out ISD or MC-80 and with all their squads and stuff. But they'll still get their 8s and 9s and 10s. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it. There's, there's really not much to go into about it. It's the same, same shit, new look. Mm -hmm. But that's something you're going to see out there. So get yourselves ready if you haven't seen it already. Especially at any major tournaments, I'm sure the, the, there'll be some flappy-headed Canadians running around with it and stuff like that. Um, I don't know, man. Hopefully they do bad now that pot's legal. Maybe they just come all doped up. Yeah, maybe they're, just, maybe, <laughs> maybe they're way too high. Yeah. To notice they shouldn't kill a certain ship, so they're. Their own doesn't know. get blown up. I'm unrelated. No, we should totally go to Canadian regionals. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm going to make the trip up. <laughs> so we're coming to Toronto. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I I wish I had more to expand on it, but there's nothing else to say about that thing. We've beaten that dead horse. So what kind of counters for that list? Don't engage them. It's like what we told you guys in episode one before all these. You know, almost a year ago now. Don't yeah. engage. Don't engage it because you can't win, or your chances of winning are very low. You gotta. I mean, you just gotta play cagey as fuck and play for your six five. Well, I think the one you're not, you're not gonna beat those squads. You're not gonna take out all their ships, and you're gonna lose whatever big ship or whatever ship you have. And they're not gonna lose. They're, they're the point differentials not gonna be in your favor. I, I think with the right type of list, you can like get a ship and then run away. Possibly. I mean, it really. The thing is, if they're smart, most of them are. The, the, you just place those squads in a certain way. Your your idea of running just never works. Like, well, if you can get them at long range, is is more. What that's I mean. the, 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 I'm talking about like a hit and run, right? But they yeah. fly in such a formation. You're not really gonna hit and run. Like they're you're gonna have to fly into it. They're not gonna like have it like spread out across the board type thing. The only right. one that's gonna be elsewhere is the lifeboat. All sure. the other ones are gonna be they're gonna be packed in in a tight flying formation. So you gotta dip in to destroy something. And then trying to turn out and speed away before you get ADR taloned and triple tapped. I mean, your chances are just super low. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around it. And a lot of them, too, I'll, I'll just give you a heads up on their uh, the objectives they normally take now. So they've ditched a couple things. And the smart ones will still take VCXs because uh, token fucking is still a very real thing. And uh, they are very scared of that. They don't want to have that's the to, one thing that could fuck with them if they if they go against your token fucking right and they can't get to and they don't get you a time type thing. Yeah. But they'll bring their two VCXs with FCTs and then they'll they'll steal your tokens before you can get them. They're very glad to go first player with that. 
I mean, that's what I do when I'm running a token fucking list. If I think they got token fucking, I'm completely fine going first because I'll steal your tokens out you my first activation. Yeah. Right. So, so uh, the objectives, normally now you're going to see the red objective is going to be station assault because they're wise that um, most wanted was the weakest option in the three that they normally had because people would just take that and then not because you're not really scared of what the ship firepower is going to do to you. You're as right, rightfully you should. You're scared of the squads. So yeah. they did station assault to make you fight them because then they're getting 80 free points if you don't engage. And then that's a, a seven, at least, to them, I believe. Yeah. 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 And then the blue is, well, the yellow is more than likely fighter ambush or, or um, uh, contested outpost, yeah. for sure. I think the blue is still used in your position, isn't it? It's it's uh, I th I feel like I'm missing something. I don't think it is. It's it's like um, possibly superior positions, but more likely. I don't know what they're using. Now. Honestly, guys, I mean it's been a little I while since I last played of a game of Armada, so I'm like having a trouble. I have so many new. I have so many game systems in my brain now. I'm having trouble yeah. like remembering all the blue objectives, but whatever. It's probably superior positions. I mean, either way, it's they're fine going second as well. Generally, they kind of prefer it. Because they'll have their six activations and they'd like to wait you out. But anyway, that's it. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I'm like boring myself with this. Yeah. So anyway, on to let's do you, Matt. Let's do let's do your one you're gonna talk about. Okay, so I was gonna touch on Imperial MSU, and it's kind of tough because it just doesn't seem to it, it's harder to pull off than for rebels. Because rebels you can do hammerheads. TRC-90s, MC-30s all day. With the Imperials, it's a little tougher because you have Architons and you have Raiders. Although, you have Demo. And you have Demo. Also, like, a lot of the Rebel um, commanders tend to favor the smaller ships, like Mon Mothma oh, yeah. is important. You know, use those evades. Yep. So we've seen uh, Tristan around here. You guys know Tristan. Uh, he's run Imperial MSU a couple of times. So he's run, I think, he had Demo, and he's got his, uh, what is he? He has his Raider 2s, right, with the, the D-caps and HIE on them. Yeah. And veteran teams. Or, no, veteran gunners. Veteran gunners. Veteran gunners. So he can, he can pop his D-caps, use his blue dice at long range, and start vaporizing your shields. As he's on approach. I feel like Dane, or I, not Dane, I feel like Tristan got his, the, like, seven activations, maybe? Yeah, although that may have been in the campaign. Um, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but he certainly had six. It's yeah, like Demo, yeah. a couple Raiders, a couple Kazanis, and a couple Architons or yeah. something yeah. like that. With JJ? With Jergerod, yeah. Mm -hmm. Either J, the, the big MSU admirals are going to be either JJ or Ozil. And mostly Ozzel because he helps Raiders out a lot. And actually, yeah. jumping one to three is pretty good. Yeah. Um, people yeah. kind of forget about Ozzel sometimes. And he's super cheap. So mm -hmm. that's just more stuff you can fit in. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, you were saying that. But, yeah, it's it's a little tougher for the Imperials because aside from the Architons, everybody's close range. So they need to dive in and survive and take their shot and then just scoot. And if you can time it out and plan your approach right, it can work out really well. I think it's really important for most of those Imperial MSUs to have first last. If they can't do that, it really hampers the list. Yeah. 
they don't they don't have great they don't do great as second player. No. So like especially no. with the Imperial MSUs, you'll see very high bids to go first, like in the twenties. And I think that's their weakness is that they have to go first. They have to have this huge bid. So they have less stuff than everybody else. And they're all just all the ships are so expensive and yeah, they cost more. You need yeah. upgrades on them. Right. I mean, for them to be effective. I mean, it's yeah. you know, everybody always calls it the Imperial tax. Not to get into that argument. But, um, I mean, you know, you can take a naked hammerhead and it'll do just fine. But if you take a naked raider, it's going to suck. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It does. I've done it. Yeah. It's, it's not as good. <laughs> it's not as good. Yeah. I mean, it's just because it costs more, right? I mean, it's it costs eight points more than a raider or oh. than a hammerhead. Yeah, but then you also have to stick another 15 points of upgrades on it. Yeah. Whereas... Like a raider without upgrades isn't gonna do jack shit. You know, it's it's gotta get close to shoot, you know. Yeah. Two blues isn't really gonna do anything. Um flip side of that though, you know, with expert and packs, you can get in and do a lot of damage with one shot. With upgrades. Right. That's what we're saying though. Yeah. Sure, X Rack is only three points, but you're still you still have to put something you're still having to put something on it. Yeah, you're still putting seven extra points on it and making it like a 52-point ship or something. Yeah. But it, the, the flip side of that is, while it costs more, it also punches harder. Than, and it's got it's got right. one fewer hole, too. Yeah. No redirects. And the issue with Raiders, too, is actually they're harder to keep alive than a CR-90. Actually, a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. Raiders are very flimsy ships as far as survivability goes. You have to be very careful. Yes. And like in the high activation list, like it's actually the thing you want to go last to move up there to first last if you can. Mm -hmm. It's a better thing to use. Otherwise, you know, you get it up there, it's not gonna, it's not gonna make it for most of the part. You know. Yeah, because they're just, you know, they they have a brace instead of a redirect, but at, at close range where you want to, or medium range even where you want to break, there's always an act. so you can't anyway. Whereas at long range at CR ninety, where you want to be there. You can evade usually still. You can always evade at long range. Um, and then the redirect still helps you. Plus, you're taking less damage. So there's a lot of extra things making it more survivable. Yeah. Well, since we're on the topic of raiders, little uh, some geeky, you know, like uh, info for you guys. FFG actually invented the raider, and it's canon now, which is kind of cool. That is I cool. That. Yeah. They yeah. uh, they made it for X Wing to combat the CR ninety for the epic size ships, mm -hmm. um, and then they put it in Battlefront two, Inferno Squad jumps around on a Raider. Yeah, so it was a FFG actually made it, and then it became canon, which is you know gets gets me a little hard. Yeah, fuck my ass, Sally. <laughs> I didn't know that. that was a cool <laughs> little tidbit. You're proud, proud of my boys up at FFG for that. Yeah, good job, fellas. I mean, and it sounds like a shit. I actually like the Raider a lot. I've I've been able to use them to varying degrees of success, generally pretty good success, especially when um, uh, the Vader boarding team came out. The Vader boarding team on a high activation list with, on the Raider can really fuck somebody's day up pretty good. Mm -hmm. And that could be part of your plan if you really want to try to crack a code of the uh, new ace hole MSU thing is somewhere in there it's got to have the Vader Raider in there to slice off your virus or slice off Vader Talon or something like that. Yeah. But then yeah. still you're, you're not you're still not trapped. 
probably train your points well enough, but whatever. Yeah, but anyway, that, that, that helped the Raider out a lot. And, and decaps, uh, decaps for the Raider 2 is what revitalized because the Raider 2 was kind of like, I don't know, nobody ever really used it before decaps. Yeah. And yeah. now with the yeah. decaps, it's actually really powerful. And uh, take veteran gunners. Yep. Because yeah. you don't care. Like, all you're trying to do is get that crit to go off. Yep. I like the Raider 2 with um, Callus before the everything. Callus and Impetuous. And yeah. Ordnance Expert. It allowed you to throw it to AA, even at medium range. Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. But it, is, it is still a good flagship. Yeah, it's the, it yeah, yeah, the Raider. I mean, the Raider One is still a great flagship. It's still the best flagship in the game. Yeah. Um, well, if once you're in close range, I mean, I would right. I would rather have two blues and two blacks. Yeah, it depends on your plan and how you're flying. I I personally would rather have the two blacks for the most part. The only time I really like my two blues is when I'm running a MC80 assault Akbar thing, because then reaching two blues with leading shots, uh, it works a lot better. Yeah, well, if you're playing rebels. Yeah. Just better because of Torn Far. And Torn, yeah, because of Torn Far as well. Yep, definitely. Yeah. So, anything else we want to say about the Imperial MSU? We can really. talk about uh, that kind of version of it Luke had here. Um, and what he was running was it was only four ships, not really an MSU, um, but it had four small ships an Architons, a Demo, and two Gazantes. And then he had a bunch of rogues, basically. Um, yeah. And, and he's done pretty well with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he did very well with it. Yeah. He, I mean, he won a bunch of tournaments around here with it, um, around store championship season. Um, and he, he had Mornaki, and I think he had Boba Fett at one point, and some maybe another fire spray. And um, what else was in there? IG 88. And. Some is is a bunch of it was, I think there's only six or seven squads, but they were all real expensive. And yeah. uh, he yeah. did a, he did really well with that list. Yeah, second every store championship because he, I don't think he ever won any of them. Yeah, he, he did. Second, I think. And like, no, Luke won a couple. Was I think he won. Oh wait, no. Oh, we're talking about Luke. I was we're talking, talking about Luke. About, okay, I was thinking of Matt for some reason. Okay, never mind. Beta Matt. No. Beta Matt. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Beta Matt. No. Yeah. Yeah. Luke. Yeah. I was like, why does it sound really familiar? Yeah. I played against it. Yeah, that, I played against was, it too. Yeah. It was a game where I got the, all those doubles that yeah. got me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I um, beat it, and I played, him, I played that list like 10 times, and I don't think I ever beat it. <laughs> I mean, I, I played a lot of close games with him, but I never won. Yeah. I got lucky um, a little bit. My I was running my defender list against it, and I wiped out all the squads except for Morna, who was going after my Quasar. And for the life of him, he could not get a damage <laughs> even with the reroll. That's so rare. Happen. He needed like one damage, and it was round six, and I skated away. He just kept rolling like crits and, and hit yeah. and accuracies. Yeah, yeah, yeah did really well against my uh, two big ship list because all my AA was which was the only thing I had to fight squads. Which worked fine against low hull squads, but his all had six, seven, eight, and I just couldn't chew through them in time. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, I mean, that one, that list is, it's kind of an MSU, I, I guess. To me, an MSU list is like five plus activations. Yeah, I like, would agree. That's why I kind of said kind of, because it doesn't really have multiple, but it's only small. Units. It's worth a note. We'll say an yeah. honorary mention. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Luke's four ship 
pseudo MSU list. <laughs> right. Um, all right, cool. So that that's the Imperial one. Uh, Dane, uh, you do yours now. Okay. Yeah. So the one I'm going to talk about is just multiple CR90. This list is fully based around the 51 point TRC90. Um, you get put a bunch of them in there, four, five, maybe six even. Um, I've seen it done either with very few fighters, or you can also do it with a bunch of fighters. You know, maybe eight 2400 combination of eight 2400s. Uh, usually two transports just for that information. Um, Dana's light on whichever one has your commander. You'll typically see Mon Mothma. Um, you may see Kraken. I like you Kraken. I might be wrong, but I, I really like the instructed all the time. Um, I've also used it with Akbar, which can be useful, especially now that you can only use once. You can't double arc with it. Akbar gives you a good amount of firepower on a cheap ship. The problem with that, with an Akbar one, is if you lose Akbar, the horse becomes neutered and it's like very difficult to do anything with. But, um, and it, you know, it's a good list. It's, um, you don't see it a lot anymore, but I still feel like it's it's very strong. TRC 90s do three damage, three damage, three damage, and it's just really hard to deal with. And they can do it round after round and stay at long, just what they're trying to do. Um, I do think it's a little weaker now than it used to be because of some of the big shit gunnery team, specifically the Dragon that can really kill them at long range. But I think it's still viable with enough of them. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, for sure. And another like a variant on it, like what you'd see, you still see these. Um, is is a is a CR ninety type list that's based around that revolves around supporting an MC thirty. Yeah. Like a, but you'll have like one admonition in there. Yeah, an admonition MC thirty, or you could do you could do double at uh, MC thirty list with Mon Mothma and having the long range ones, or the close range either one. I mean, especially with Mon Mothma, the other title um, Foresight Foresight is really good. Yeah, Foresight gets a lot better when you have Mon Mothma. Yeah, yeah, and so like MC thirty three CR ninety A's two transports. Uh, there you go. There's your six activations. You can yeah. even probably get seven. You probably you probably have space for more stuff in there. Or you, that that gives you also a pretty a decent sized fighter screen too if you really want it. Since so. we brought them up, I was actually thinking. Um, I played against and I've also ran. You can do like an MC30 swarm with APTs. Yeah, you definitely can. Yep, like that's another MSU thing you can do. It's um, been a long time, but I've faced those. You before. have to go first. Yeah. I feel like with that one though. You um, do. You do. Yeah, because. The only small base ship in the game that doesn't care either way is Demo. Because Demo's fine just moving up if he's yeah. second to hit you anyways. That's fine. Well, Demo would Demo still wrap. I mean, you can get that triple. Yeah. Multi-MC-30s you can do. Uh, CR-90s. Um, before... Um, Reinforced hull, Riken ramming CR ninety Bs was a was a thing for a while. Um, I haven't seen it since, but I think you can still do it because a lot of people aren't taking reinforced hull and reinforce. I'm saying it right. It's called reinforced hull. No, no, no. The one where if you're a large base ship and you're rammed by a small base, 
It doesn't oh, damage you. bulkheads. Hardened bulkheads. Hardened bulkheads. Yeah. Okay, that's that, I'm using the wrong terminology. So hardened bulkhead, guys. But, yeah, um, I've never actually seen that. Bulkhead, right? Or no, that's offensive. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not in your defensive retrofit slot. Yeah, large so, ships only, though, right? Yeah, large ships yeah. only. So, but that was an issue. Like, yeah, um, at Worlds a couple of years ago, I ran into a Sierra 90 B swarm, and I had to like do everything I could just to get him not to ram my CR9, my MC80 to death. And I still lost like a five, six or a, whatever the scoring was at the time. I don't remember. Right. But uh, I think that could still be a thing. Riken still works just fine. Yeah. And most people aren't taking reinforced or I'm saying hardened bulkheads. So. Yeah. I've never seen any use it. I've used them a few times since they've been out and it, they've done something for me a little bit, but still it's, it's not, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's it, an offensive it, retrofit. I mean, if you're not taking boosted comms or expanded hangar bays, I mean, it's no, it's a great add-on, and I've had it on my list before. Um, but like, you just run out of points, and it's like one of the first things you cut. Yeah, it, it's it's you know uh, compared to everything else you want to keep, it's it's an easy cut. Yeah, so right. That's the thing. You guys show up to like a regional with a CR90B Riken ramming swarm. Oh, All your CR90Bs just put engine techs. And reinforce blast doors on them, and just ram the shit out of their ships. Yeah, they, they probably don't have hardened bulkheads now. Make yeah. make your local meta start taking hardened bulkheads. Yeah, you know what you do? Take a take one hammerhead and put Geralt's honor on it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you can even do the whole thing with just hammerheads now. It might actually be better. You skip activations. Uh, well, the issue is is that they're not as fast. Yeah, they only go speed three. Right? Only speed three. Okay. Sierra ninety Bs. Turn better or faster, and the engine text is huge to get that double ram in. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it down right. quick, yeah. And then putting on reinforced blast doors, like at, as long as it doesn't at the end of the turn, you take that damage right back off and just keep ramming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I never. It works. It works. That sounds awful to play against. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not fun. Like, do it, guys. Just be that asshole. Like, just show up with that. If you do it, take some green stuff and make little butt plugs on the end of your... Oh, that'd be <laughs> so good. <laughs> Put them on the nose yeah. of every single CR90B. <laughs> make them different colors. <laughs> do, do the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And then your main one, like, your, it's your Lexington Steel. Like, I'm making a really big black butt plug. And... <laughs> Oh, Lexington's coming for you. He's going to follow up on that hit. Uh, so, yeah, there's some ideas. We get, See, guys, go forth go forth and dominate. Make, make your, but, um, your so, like, we haven't talked about just in general for MSUs. I'm sorry, Dave. What was that? Brian said something funny. I don't know MSUs at all. We've Counters just... How to fly. Yeah, you know, you know what actually is a good counter to MSU is like long range shooters. Yeah, you just keep you keep hammer away at them as they try to come in. So like, Akbar is really good against them. Generally, teams is that's the counter, the big, the best counter. Yep. So gunnery teams on some ISD twos, perfect. Mm -hmm. um, or Simons heavy, is heavy squads. Honestly, if you got heavy squads, you can burn them down pretty good. Because yeah. they generally yeah. don't add much of a squad screen besides the new ACE MSU. Right. But I'm only including that in this episode because it's technically an MSU. Yeah. But it's not, it doesn't really fall into that. Yeah. But like, well, I remember like Steve from uh, the IFF podcast ran 
like he had 82400. So I mean that had a lot of squads. Yeah, his was like 82400s, 3 CR90s and two transports or something like that. Maybe one transport. Two transports. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's four CR9. But that when he ran that though too, you didn't have to exhaust TRCs. Right. So when he was getting his he was he was really good at getting long range double arcs and just bleeding you really fast. That's why, you know, long range CR ninety A's aren't nearly as good as they used to be. No. Because yeah, you can't double arc anymore. Well, you can still double arc. You just can't TRC on both. Yeah, you're not TRC and and which was honestly, it was a good, it was a good um, errata. I mean, that needed to happen. Yeah, it was bullshit because then you were getting that three damage twice every time from yeah. you know multiple shifts, and it was just it was just devastating. Yeah. So one thing I will say about this TRC ninety, the CR ninety version, and I will really any MSU, is it really teaches you how to maneuver. Is it? It's yeah. a good thing to play if you want to learn how to maneuver well because you have to or you'll just lose yeah i mean maneuver is king in this game anyways but especially yeah. when you're running small ships you have to be that much more careful i would also say running a bunch of architons will do the same thing oh yeah they have that weird ass yep. maneuver template two on the end yep if you can run them in a line Especially if you don't have Jerry, yep. you, you got to yeah. essentially just nab every single turn. You can't not. Yeah, which is why I think you need to use Jerry if you're going to do that. I just you, you can't be forced to nab every turn. You can kind of get away with it if you strong. Vader, yeah, Vader is decent. You know, you know who's going to be good with him is the Emperor. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, the Emperor. Yeah. The Emperor for M for Imperial MSUs. I foresee being very good. Mm -hmm. I think that's where he's going to fit. Not on a not on a superstar destroyer. He'll be really effective in an MSU list because then he's given, and then all those points you get to save, not having to take intel officers. Right. Which is very good to take in an MSU list is a bunch of intel officers. So you're burning. So your your cuts are cutting through, and you're just you know accuracy or your intel officering that you know, redirect or brace every time and be like okay. You know, you can go ahead and mitigate the damage this round, but for the next three rounds, I'm going to keep cutting you, yeah. and you're going to have to lose it at some time. At yeah. Some point. yeah. So I think that works really well, especially if you're using the Akbar variant, where because then you're throwing those extra dice out of the side. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Emperor is going to be really good in an Imperial MSU list. Yeah, I agree. I think the Emperor is going to be good in general. Like I, I like his ability. Yeah. I, you know what? Honestly, I like stacking it with Intel Officer. Like go fucking nuts. Yeah, I could see that working too. Double down on it. Yeah. Double down. Like really nice burn. Get rid. Get rid of all of their fucking defense tokens within the first two rounds of shooting, yeah. if not the first round of shooting. Yeah. Depending I mean, on what the loadout is, all the ones that matter. All the ones that matter. Just get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Or, or they don't get rid of them, and whatever you're shooting at them pours right in. So. Right. We'll see. I mean, that'll take a lot of gameplay. That's that's just me spitballing right now, but sure, we'll see. That shit's not coming out till who? God, who knows? Allegedly December, next Christmas. Probably. There's no fucking way it's coming out in December, especially the pace of articles we've gotten. Yeah. We got one. There's no way it's coming out in December. No, no, no. It would be like it's in March, the week of Christmas, if it did, and that's a. Which would be that's smart. I, I, I still, I just don't, to this day, I'm never going to understand FFGs. Oh, but Keyforge, man. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, but Keyforge. looks so fucking stupid. I don't even know what that is. It's their new card game that, that oh, yeah. where it's buy but, a pack and it's like, 
It's all no, the deck, every deck is unique. Like I give a fuck, but yeah, whatever. for the card game, you know, whatever they want to print money like magic. That's does, what it is. So. It, for card games, I think it's good. No, I'm not gonna get into it right now, but just because you're taking away that secondary market, yeah, it's, it's a good money maker because yeah. you know if if there's like a really good card, you can't buy it and put it into your deck because you have to use the deck that came in the pack. So you, you just gotta RN, pray to RN Jesus and. Keep buying packs. Yeah, yeah right. only ten bucks, so yeah. it's not like it's super expensive. Yeah, it's only ten bucks, man. It's only ten bucks. It's only ten bucks. It's only ten bucks. It's yep. only ten bucks. Exactly. Next exactly. thing you know, you just spent three hundred dollars fucking buying thirty packs. Did I need six packs of Rebel Fighters One? No. Yeah. Do I regret it? No. <laughs> the problem with that game is like, yeah, you spent three hundred dollars, and you're only going to use one of the ten dollar things you bought. Well, that's the dice you're rolling if you want to be good at the key forge. I, guess. I don't know. I'm not yeah. talking about that fucking thing. Like, I don't give a fuck about it. But back to like Rebel Fighter 1. Isn't the Rebel Fighter 1 or is it the 2-pack like is impossible to find now? One I've, seen is, yeah. I've seen people trying to sell that shit for like 100 bucks on eBay. And the, stuff. Uh, I think it's the Imperial 1. It's one of the one or two packs. Like apparently, FFG stopped printing them. Yeah, I think it's the, number, it's the Rebels 1, maybe. I always see people posting on like the Facebook groups. I for painting. Or whatever, like people begging, like they're like, I'll tell you, you know, well, they're they must be selling. I don't know, people are trying to sell them for like a hundred bucks pop on eBay, hmm. which is fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if anyone's tried selling our cards on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should check. <laughs> I think pretty funny. probably not. It's hard enough to find cards already. Yeah, but like, yeah. especially since you can just get it for free. Yeah, <laughs> there's no reason yeah, to yeah, buy yeah. it. That's true. <laughs> you didn't ask us for them, and we'll send them to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we still got a couple left over, guys. If you want, if you still want cards, we got a couple left. Just send a message, uh, a private message to the Facebook group. Don't like post it on the Facebook page. Unless you want everybody to know Unless your you want home everybody. address. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we'll send it out to you. We still got a couple left over. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Is there anything else we want to talk about with MSUs? Do you want to leave the schoolhouse? Yeah, I think we're good. I think we uh, we covered most of it. Yeah. Do you have anything to say, dog? Do you have anything, Georgia? I, I want to go outside. <laughs> that's what she wants. Go out in the rain, dog. All right. So that's it. We will leave the, the schoolhouse now, and we will see you guys over at How My Rim Taste. Oh, dear God. What the heck is a rim job? Oh, why, that's when you put your legs behind your head and have someone lick your ass. I can taste it. In my mouth is just so bittersweet. Okay. Here we are. How my rim taste. And here we are going to in the show notes I have the Vassal Tournament and Random Casual Play. So uh, I'll just get my thing out of the way here. The Vassal Tournament that I talked about in episodes prior to this. I'm two games in now. Uh, I'm supposed to play my third game tomorrow. We'll see if it happens. I believe it will. Play it at like nine in the morning. Uh, so my first game I played against. His name was Nick. Really cool dude. Uh, we talked on the uh, the Discord. The Discord has like a voice channel that what everybody uses. Name, you know? I don't know. I don't know if you ever told me. His name is Quadro. I don't know the number names. number number yeah. on the forums. I, I played. I mean, Nick's a common name, but I, I'm pretty sure I played a dude named Nick at Worlds. He's from Columbus. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he was. I don't. Th he didn't mention me ever going to Worlds or anything like that. But he's really good dude. Uh, out of Columbus, Nick, um, and he, I ended up winning that one with a nine, 
and I'm having a hard time. This was like three weeks ago. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, he ran. He had an interesting list in that uh, he ran. Was that on the Neb Bees? Neb Bees. Yeah, he had like four or five Neb Bees, uh, four A wings, the two aces, and the two A wings. Um, probably a GR seventy five in there, something like that. And he he had never really played against uh, a token fucking list before. And I've already talked about what I brought, um, and I'm regretting because it's. Especially after that game, I did not think out how much it was going to be on Vassal, how much of a pain in the ass it was going to be to move tokens all the time. I, I took it with the intention of thinking it was going to be easy and like, I'll just do this and it'll be whatever. And it's fucking pain in the ass. So, oh, he t but he took my sensor net. And with the sensor net tokens, I just shredded him. Um, he'd never really seen it before. So, um, but he was, he was a really great dude, fun game. Uh, second game, I played JJ. We finally matched up in a game somewhere. Nice. Unfortunately, it was on Vassal, <laughs> which I suck at, kind of, even though I almost tabled him. Um, so in that one, I he went first and took my advanced gunnery. I messed up in my deployment in that I didn't get my um, my guppy in, in line with my MC-80. I was trying to get him to split his forces, and I had, like, op. Opposite, I put like almost like a V, and opposite end of them had to go more the other way. If I would have had my M's, if I would have had my fucking guppy in the fight, like I definitely would have won. But mm -hmm. I screwed up the deployment, whatever. But the MC80 on its own with advanced gunnery almost tabled him, and would have I would have tabled Josiah. I had a I had a I had a um, concentrate fire token, and I had an accuracy in there somewhere. I could have rerolled. I just didn't think of it, and it's a hit. Because Josiah then rerolled it later just to see what would happen. Little fucker, he knew. He knew. He knew. I forgot. <laughs> and I would have. I would have one shot at his Yavaris after I'd already killed his MC seventy five, and then he would. It would have been a table, and the game would have gone to me. But I forgot, and I didn't. And um, but the MC eighty did all that work. It took down his MC seventy five. It took. It almost one shot at Yavaris. Uh, but I ended up losing it because his bombers. He was just able to position them uh, smartly. And correctly around the EWS to where um, I couldn't do nothing about it. So I ended up losing that in a couple transports. I ended up losing that game a 1-9. Or 2-9? 2-9. 2-9. Yeah. Uh, a 2-9. So, but, I mean, no no regrets with an A. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's Vassal. Like, I just, I don't care. I really don't. Like, I, I wasn't even disappointed. I'm just like whatever. I'm like, yeah, I really, yeah. I really beat you, and we both know it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still looking for the day I, I get to play Josiah on a real table. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, the third game I'm going to play is tomorrow, um, and I really don't know much about it. Uh, I think they're running like a Kraken type list with a bunch of squads. Okay. I glanced at it like over a week ago when the game was like scheduled. So uh, next episode, I'll let you guys know how it went. Hopefully the, the fall tournament will be over because it's taking a very long time to get through, which is fine with me. Yeah, I imagine. I'm playing it very casually because like whatever. It's like, probably I just, hard to schedule everybody's fucking thing. It really is. Yeah. It's all over the world, right? Yeah, then there's different regions. Like there's the East okay. region. So at least everybody I play is. you with someone so you're not playing someone in fucking Australia. Yeah, yeah, different like crazy time two in the morning. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, yeah, and then the, it's played four games total. So we'll see where it goes. Um, 
And that's all I got to say about it. Uh, Vassal still is not nearly as good as playing on the table. But I, I kind of don't hate it as much as I did when I initially started playing since I got a mouse. It's not bad for a substitute. <laughs> it's not a bad substitute. You know what? I mean, honestly, it's good for people that can't – that that don't have a community and yeah. can't play regular. Yeah. 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 Like Brendan. Uh-huh. Like Brendan from his fucking Galactic Con- Conflict podcast like yeah he dude he lived like canada has huge expanses of nothing yeah like he happens to live in the in the middle of a huge expanse of nothing apparently like <laughs> he drives hours just for fucking anything uh, <laughs> so uh yeah it's good for him i think his, it's nice when you just don't want to drive to your buddy's house yeah right i know <laughs> like you know i don't feel like putting pants on today let's just play in vassal <laughs> yeah yeah it's good for that too even when your buddy is like 15 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> He's so fucking lazy. Yeah. You can't even. <laughs> oh, let's just vassal it. I like to free ball it. Yeah. Who yeah. bearing it all day. So, uh, What about casual play? Have you guys been playing at all? I have forsaken board games for video games. <laughs> I've, I have. I've never mentioned to like 10 hours a day since it fucking came out. Brian's and new job. Before that, I was playing Spider-Man and Destiny <laughs> 2. So... Yeah. yeah, I have nothing to talk about. Good, Dane. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing video games and fire fire. Yeah, uh, Matt. <laughs> uh, I haven't gotten any Armada in. Oh, wait, <laughs> nope. Yeah, I feel like you've played a couple. I played one recently. The last the last couple of weeks, I've been, we just finished our uh, our Legion League. I just got my last games in with that because well, you guys did. I still got to play yeah. two more games. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were close. I was getting smoked, and we just wanted to get it done and over with. So we can get back to we get back to better games, right? Legion, it's still fun. We'll we'll talk. I'll talk more about that, but yeah, let's not get into too, too much here because yeah. let's try to focus on the amount of stuff. I played lately. I don't remember what I played. I feel like in the chat, like the Facebook chat, I've seen you like put it on the table a couple times or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. I, I had I had a couple games in, but I don't honestly remember what I played or who I played or. Yeah, I I have myself. I haven't done much Armada on the table at all. Like God, I can't remember last time I played. There's... The thing is, guys, we're in like a weird spot right now. Like, there's no store championships. Gen, we're way past Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Regionals are still somehow today on. The first of November, in the year of our Lord, two thousand eighteen, <laughs> Anno Domini, we still like we don't even know when regionals are or where. Like they still have not announced it. Yeah. Well, yeah. last year the first regionals were the week of Thanksgiving, and they didn't announce them until like a week or two after. <laughs> so really? Yeah, yeah FFG so. didn't officially yeah, but- announce them until after like there had been like two or three. Like oh. the first two weekends, like got missed. Yeah, but so normally for especially Metro Although Detroit, the stores the stores found out about it, and we ended up. Yeah, we went to the how's that city? It's in Ohio, and it sucks. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah southeast, the uh, southeast suburb outside, of Cleveland. Outside of Cleveland. Yeah, that one, the Ohio. Well, it was a good, really good store and a fun. Oh yeah. I would just say in the state in general. That was a good group. That was a good time. But uh, yeah, like all this, most of the stores are finding out about them now. That's the thing. Like especially for well, Metro uh, Detroit, normally we hear like yeah. Yeah. so the stores know us and they'll tell one of us. Nobody's heard a fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if some weird store got it. I sure yeah, fucking like, hope not. Like fucking Guild of Blades or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Warriors Three. Warriors Three, we would know. That, that was a. 
I actually really enjoyed the regional Warriors three. I did too. Yeah, that was a good one. Considering I've never ever seen them do a tournament besides the regional they did. Right. That was one of the better, you know, bigger tournaments I've been to. No, that was a good one. It was fun. Yeah, it was. The one we did last sucked. The TO was awful. Yeah. Yeah. No. Real shit yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't bald didn't douche. know what he was doing. Bald douche with a <laughs> Fu Man fuck you chew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah, we're in a weird spot right now, guys. Like, not a lot of our modest stuff's going on. And, you know, we're getting into other things to kind of fill the void a little bit. Like, Mm-hmm. There's really nothing to play for right now, and, and of course, no new stuff. Like, yeah. by yeah. the time the Superstar Destroyer comes out, it'll have been a, a year probably by the time. Yeah, yeah. Know, it's the last new thing we got. Because that Superstar Destroyer isn't coming out. I will bet it's not coming out till like late first quarter or something. Yeah, yeah I bet it'll be early. Seven time. was February, so that, that that's a, that's the year mark. Yeah. There you go. Maybe We're probably not gonna see it for like a year. And uh, if you're a rebel player, bummer, I guess. Yeah, you're getting nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting absolute nothing. So, yeah, I feel I like there's not that many people in Armada that just play one faction, though. Like it's pretty there's rare. There's a decent amount, I think. I think it's rare because you have to buy both ships if you want all the upgrades. Yeah. Right, that's true. So the guys that are even like you know hardcore Imperial players in our area, like. Uh, Jeff and Tristan, like they'll still play Rebel every once in a while. Yeah, they, they have, have all the Rebel shit. Yeah. yeah, I think Ed. I don't know that Ed owns anything Imperial. Yeah, he might be the one guy. Yeah, he's the he might be literally the one guy in our area that only has one faction. So yeah, I anyway, I, oh, did, what did you want to say, Dan? Oh, I was just saying, I don't think there's anybody else. I think Joe might only have Imperial stuff actually. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, not a lot. Yeah. There's just not a lot to talk about with our Armada right now. That's part of why this episode has been so long. Is there's just, there's, you know, since the last one. Well, when Armada 2.0 drops, we'll have lots to talk yeah, about. Yeah, right. We'll be able to yeah. really get into they're, it. They're going to do the X Wing thing where the Super Star Destroyer is going to come with the 2.0 stuff. Yeah. And that's why we haven't heard anything. Right, guys? <laughs> right, right, guys? That's right. Right. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, hopefully they do announce maybe another ship along with it, maybe a rebel ship. I don't I mean, know. It could happen. We're, we're going to have stuff, especially now that they're doing the, the prequel shit, you know, in X-Wing and Legion. Um, and not to mention, after The Last Jedi came out, we got a bunch of new uh, rebel ships. So there is hope on the horizon, guys. Don't feel like don't feel like Armada is dying, or um, it's it, it's not dying because I can tell you for a fact that the new the wave the next wave is being tested right now. So okay. it's on the it, the is the superstar destroyer is not the last thing. There's gonna be more. There's gonna be more waves. This is the thing. It, it makes money, and if it makes money, they're not gonna stop. Right, doing it, yeah. and you got to think also who's pulling the strings behind FFG is fucking Disney. Yeah, and what does Mickey Mouse love? Money, baby. Money. The only yeah, the only reason they would stop it is if for some reason Disney pulls it. Yeah, which they which, there's no reason to do that. No, but like their Netrunner game that was doing well, and Wizards of the Coast just fucking tanked it on. Well, they, they wanted it back. Was the so I mean it's just there. It's printing on money. All the Star Wars games are. Yeah, yeah, that's why we have so many of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So don't lose hope. There's more waves coming. It's not, yeah, it's well, not over. I'm sure the next movie we're going to get in the sequel trilogy, I, I don't know what it's called. I don't know if it's even been announced, but that's where we're going to see all the ships. I mean, if you go back to the original trilogy, most of the ships that we use in Armada are from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of it is actually might be coming from that new Mandalorian TV series. Could oh, be that. Because that's taking place right. I think it's taking place right after the Galactic Civil War. And it's supposed to bridge the gap of that between that and the First Order and shit like that. So yeah. it's okay. still in the same time frame, really. If they're smart, what they'll do is they'll do two new core sets and they'll just do faction core sets. And they'll be fifty bucks because I think that's the biggest problem with Armada is the buy-in is so steep. Yeah, at this point now, yeah, it's it's a huge buy-in now because the game's yeah. aged as it has. Well, I think Brian just means the initial buy-in is a lot higher than just about every other. Yeah, game. Just the core set's a hundred bucks. Yeah, right. which is ridiculous, by the way. I don't know how that fucking thing's still hundred bucks. And honestly, you're paying a hundred bucks. Or a damage deck. Yeah, and dice. <laughs> damage deck and dice, essentially, Tools. yeah. yeah. And a 90. Which, I mean, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> just take a damage. And then uh, Dodano. Yeah, and Yavaris is in there, I think, too. Even the uh, the obstacles and stuff, you get a second set of those in the... Expansion. Not all of them. No? No, you only get... You don't get you get fast blades, another state in the dust fields. You don't get debris fields. Gotcha. Well, you need the course set for damage deck and two debris obstacles. (laughs) (laughs) For the the price of a hundred, it's only a hundred bucks for all that. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's it, guys. I mean, we we don't have we just don't have a lot to talk about with our modder right now. There really just isn't. That's why you've also seen like dead dead air from like comms noise and. Brandon over Galactic Conflict and whoever else. Like, there's just not that much to talk about. Yeah. yeah there's really nothing not. to say. Yeah. So, Maybe we need to like, come up with some sort of campaign or something just so we have something to talk about. So I have a deep-seated hope that there is some sort of campaign attached to the Super Star Destroyer. With yeah. some of the cards you didn't see. That'd be nice. Like because something that re- revolves around the Super Star Because Destroyer. they don't have – they have non-standard play with that Super Star this super star destroyer right so hopefully yeah so what does that mean like what yeah. could that go towards it's got to go towards something different right yeah so yeah it'll uh, very go towards like the, you know it's that. not boring as epic play it's a, like a storyline yeah. yeah something yeah. some sort of con yeah it doesn't go towards the um oh what's the campaign in our model what's it called crying crying conflict because that thing's that thing's played out now like, it is. Although I will, I mean, it was awesome at the time. I mean, yeah, it was great, but we played it so much now. It's just, yeah, yeah. like I, I'm not gonna play it at all. It's, no, it's, I'm way past it now. Like they need, yeah. we need something new in those. I think, yeah, we totally killed it with the last one we did, which was awesome, and I loved it. But I don't want to do it. Again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. When we killed as many ships and like burned through so many fleets as we did, it, it did, it did wear. Yeah, or you guys did anyway. Right. Constantine, Constantine the Destroyer never went anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they got restarted three times. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, guys. So that's um, that's it for our Mata talk. We're now going to go to our last segment, which is current hold but not my bottom bitch. We're going to talk about all the other stuff we're doing and playing. So if you just give a shit about Armada, stop talking about it or stop listening now. We're not yep. going to really talk about any more Armada stuff, but if you want to 
and listen in on other shit, uh, tune in. So let's get over there. It's okay. Okay, current hole, but not the bottom bitch. And here for the notes, guys, I got Song Ice and Fire, obviously, because that's, that's the new hotness. Yeah. The Legion League and the Legion Michigan GT, which yeah. myself and Matt attended. So Song Ice and Fire, how about you start with that thing? I know that you're enamored with it now. Yeah, I just like him so all in in this game. Um, we, we've talked about it, you know, I think we, we went over how basically how it plays and everything, I believe, in the last episode. Um, but I just, you know, had a chance to get a bunch of games in. Um, I played this new scenario mode they have. I believe it's called the Battle of the Whispering Wood, and it's the, the battle where Rob Stark captures Jamie. Um, and it was a really cool scenario kind of story mission sort of thing. Um, and it just shows it's a really cool thing that Simon is doing that makes the game, you know, it starts, it comes with, I think, five modes, and then this is a, a sixth one. And the way it works is it's Stark versus Lannister, and it kind of gives you some like a list you can use with just the starter set or recommended lists, or you can build your own list. We use the recommended list with you know with everything that's available. I mean, I, I, you can look up what the lists are around the. There's a link on Simon's website, so I'm not going to go through them. But basically, I was the Lannisters, and I started with four of my units in the center of the table, and I just had to get them off the table to score victory points. And my opponent, um, a guy named Jeremy, who does not play Armada, but plays uh, Song of Fire with us, um, cool guy, he started with his unit. He had to designate a table edge for each unit uh, before I deploy. So he has to determine this, you know, this unit is going to come in off the, you know, we just mapped it out as north, south, east, and west. And he had to pick an edge for each unit. Then after I deployed all my units, the center, he was able to deploy two of them on whichever edge he had previously chosen. Then he can, at the beginning of every round, he can bring in one additional unit, and he can keep bringing in new you know, units that I kill, and he can bring them back. Um, but it counts as one unit. Then I also get a, a unit of Mountain's Men with the Mountain that I can bring in wherever I want at the beginning of round two. And, and the way the game went, it was, it was really fun. It was really interesting. In the very beginning, I thought that, like, I was going to be able to team roll through. I had four units aiming at his one, and then another one showed up. And then I slaughtered one of them, but he killed my Jamie unit right away. And, and it ended up boxing me in as another units kept coming in and coming in. And it was uh, – and it really kind of turned. Initially, I thought it was very easy for me. And it turned, and I ended up losing. Um, but it was, uh, it was really fun. Main point. Um, yeah. Nice. So who ended up winning? Uh, he, Jeremy won as the star. Okay. He, uh, big beginning, he was able to use one of his units to destroy my Jamie unit, which was worth four victory points. Whichever, whether I got it off the board or captured it, or, uh, and that kind of the game there. So is this like an officially sponsored thing from Steamon? Yep. Okay. I thought it was like a fan-made thing. No, it's on it's on the website. They they released it, and it's got all the special rules. And there's a special version of each commander card that you use that gives them an additional ability. Um, like Jamie has the is an ability that 
when me and Bill originally looked at this game at the end time last year, Jamie's unit had this ability where gotcha. you, if you attack the unit with an attachment or like with a, a character in it, you can roll a die and you're higher, you kill the attachment. And they took it away from the regular unit because you know, it's kind of a bullshit ability. But in this game, it was in there and it's cool. I never got to use it because I never was able to attack with Jamie because he killed it before I was able to. But uh, it would have been cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty neat that they've come out with like a – and they kind of like didn't even announce it. Like this is another way to play the game, like almost a campaign-type mode, yeah. which is super cool. I, especially with this type of game, I think it will be really good. Well, and the fact that they're doing this this early, like the, the other game modes are not – like they're all still very fresh. I've only played each of them once. So it's like I, I wasn't right. I didn't need a new thing, but the fact that we already have it, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Saw Guys of Fireman, I'm really digging it. Yeah. Um, game's great. Um, everybody's here is welcome because I'm the one that got everybody into it. So yeah. Everybody's welcome. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, I was gonna not buy it, and then I played one game, and I was like, fuck, I'm gonna buy this game. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what happened to me too. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah, Brian and Matt, they split a core set, two core two sets, core so sets. they got Brian went Stark and, and Matt seems, went Lannister. Seems Matt bought another one, so I got to fucking <laughs> do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt got his hands on a, a, a Hand of the King pledge, which was the big Kickstarter thing. And oh, then that came with some really good units, so. Yeah, I need to give them a Yeah, you got to get your hands on that one. Cool thing that I like that they're doing is everything that came out with the Kickstarter promos, they're going to release. Yep. So you're not going to miss out if you, you know, if you're worried about getting into it and you feel like, man, I don't know if it's a smart thing to do because I missed all these Kickstarter units. Like they're going to release them, but I believe the only exclusive things is they have like alternate sculpts. Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing you miss out on is alternate sculpts. So like they're not going to have different abilities. They're not going to be like yeah. more powerful than the non Kickstarter thing. It's all going to be the yeah. same. So you don't yeah. got to worry about, you know, getting floored by someone who's got a, a super unit from a Kickstarter. Yeah, as of right now, in the, in the health of the game, that doesn't exist. Like I right, said, and those units are not uh, tournament legal right now. The ones that aren't actually released the public. Yeah. yeah, in like official official tournaments, like so, if you go to CMON's like regional or whatever system they set up, like you won't be able to. And they uh, they released the first kit, right? It's got a Roose Bolton alt sculpt. Yeah, so I've got that ordered, and I don't I don't know if it's out now. The one thing I will say is CMON has not done a great job of like announcing yeah. when things are coming out or like the timetables or like. Mm -hmm. Really, anything. They have not done a great job of that. No, and there's not a lot of support from stores, which is mostly because CMON's like main business model is to cut stores out. Yeah, so, yeah, do the Kickstarter. Yeah, the stores. Once Kickstarter is gone, though, now that it's passed, like it, yeah. they definitely want the stores to be involved. But then you, you've already jaded the store owner because, yeah, fuck you, you made me miss out on all those sales in your initial yeah. game, you know. Yeah, but I think game stores get over it because you see Zombicide everywhere. Like, yeah. Zombicide's in all the stores. Yeah. And, and, you know, in this game, which I think it will be, too, it'll get popular enough. You're going to start seeing it in stores. People yeah. are going to care. Yeah, I agree. Especially if we keep so, playing it. They'll start carrying it for us. Yeah. And honestly, guys, I mean, you can order it. It's all, it's all on Amazon, too, now. Yeah. 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 For as, as cheap as you can buy it, it's on Amazon. Or what you can do is if your store doesn't want to stock it, they'll order it for you. Yeah, they'll definitely order it. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, great game. I can't, uh, you know, uh, I've played a few games. Um, I'm looking forward to running my old Bolton list. 
here soon. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see that. Gotta go pick up my cutthroats. Mm-hmm. And once I get my cutthroats, I'll be able to run that list. So I just gotta get out there and pick up the fucking units. Yeah. Which I might have time tomorrow now that Brian has bailed on me. <laughs> <laughs> me and Brian were supposed to nerdgasm tomorrow and he's bailed on me. For yeah. a pretty for a prettier younger girl, I guess. <laughs> no. I, I, I gotta play Legion. Because <laughs> we're doing like a a pseudo like Legion tournament. You just we got paired up by someone that lives by us. I think we might have talked about it before when I think we, we started did. doing it. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, the guy I got paired up with, he's one of our local buddies. He lives right down the road from me. So when our days, Op- Operation days Blue line, Steel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Blue Steel. Oh, Blue Steel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna do our game three tomorrow. We'll see how it goes. Probably gonna lose because I suck at Legion. <laughs> Have you been enjoying the campaign? I mean, I keep playing it. So. <laughs> Are you game. enjoying it? Yeah. I'm not. It's not like it's a chore to play. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't have it figured out. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, like for whatever reason, I can't grasp it the way I grasp other games. Yeah. Like, I'm the same. Like the last, one of the ones we did, like the objective is you have to storm this mine. And it's like, I played the objective real good. Um, like, I, I got a bunch of units into the mine, but the way the points were scored out was like, you, he ended up getting more points because he killed more of my units, even though I had control of the mine. So, like, I don't know. I guess I just did a bad job balancing, like, between killing units and yeah, yeah, playing the objective. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. If you if you like don't know how the game works, but I, I play rebels. Um, I just feel like they're kind of really squishy and they die real fast. Um, it's because they do. If you don't set yeah. it up right, if you're not taking your dodge tokens and you're not leaving them in cover every time, I just yeah. I feel like just having two actions isn't enough. Yeah, do what you got to do. I don't know. I just feel like the game is really constrained with like timing and like only being six rounds. I don't know. I can't quite put my thumb on it. It just feels it feels off to me. Mm-hmm. I'm still still trying to figure it out. I'll, I'll update you guys once I get there. <laughs> I think a lot of the trepidation you're having too, and the difficulty might be too, is as we as I've said before, the game's not complete yet. Yeah. Everything you can no. get, everything when they when they when they consider it to be a complete game, like when wave whatever they're calling this is out, like when all the different types of units are out, I think your list building options are going to be way bigger. The way you play the game is going to be a lot different. You can play it a lot of different ways, especially yeah. when all the melee units come out, like yeah. the Wookiees and the Imperial Guard and stuff. Yeah. And with the emplacements, it's going to change the game drastically. Just having Boba Fett out, it's changed a lot for me. Dude, Boba Fett's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That motherfucker's good. Like in my last, so I'm I'm doing the campaign as well. So is Matt. Dane's not the only one not doing it. Yeah. In my last game, I'm playing DZ. And it was the first time I got to use Boba Fett. We've only played two games so far in, in the campaign. We're all playing the same campaign. It's just, it's it's only a two player. You play yeah. the same person all four games. It's like one of the operations, I think they're called. Which I think is a strength of this Legion game is the operations. The operations are really interesting. Mm-hmm. And you create like a narrative and you feel like you're like building on something. And they've mm-hmm. come out with a bunch already. There's like eight or 10 operations you could play now. It's a fair amount, yeah. yeah. And they keep coming out. And I think they're all very good. And I brought Boba Fett for the first time. That motherfucker just. He slaughters people, man. Yeah. He's, he's really good. He's fun. 
He's fun. He's fun to play. He's a lot of points, but you, yeah, it's what you're paying for. Yeah. Um, and Han's great. Han's really awesome for the Rebels. Han is really good. His command deck is amazing. They're his cards. Yeah. yeah. You get to shoot cards. first. You can make someone put their card back, yep. and they have to pick a new one. Yep. Um, and then what's the other one? The really great one is where you have to shoot at a at a unit that has a face-up order token no matter what. Right. Yeah. As long as you can shoot, you got to shoot at them. Oh, yeah. That's that, that good. It's really good for drawing fire away from the rest of your army while you can position it. So. Oh, yeah, you can like, it's, it's, run out of cover then. Yeah, and it's like, and it's a part of, it's, you know, it's part of the tactics of the game. Like, you can't just play the card and it's going to work. You got to set it up. You still yeah. got to use tactics. You got to, like, play well. You got to have a plan. You know? Yeah. Legion is not a game where you just, it's not like an X Wing type thing where you just go in there and start banging and stuff. Yeah. Right? There's no jousting. No, there's no jousting. Like, you really got to, you got to, you know, small unit tactics. Base of fire, covering fire, bounding overwatch, all that stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's really good for that. It's still good for that. I still like Legion very much. I think it's still a very good game. And I'm enjoying where it's going. That being said, we're not there yet. We're not there. And Legion competitive play. Uh, so me and Matt went to the GT. So we went, to, yeah, we went to the Michigan GT. They did a really good job of setting up the terrain. The terrain was it great. It was night and day different from Gen Con. Yes. Because it wasn't just... I will say it wasn't just quantity, but, like, the variation on the terrain. Yeah, the quality of it was very good. And Imperial Terrain, the main guy, kind of the main, like, terrain guy, he set up a table there. It was fucking amazing. Like, it looks so good. He only... He officially... Yeah, he was there. I talked to him for quite a while. Yeah, he's, cool. he's a really cool dude. He set up a table. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like he only officially did one, but you could see there were other pieces that other people had brought out yep. that were his designs. Yeah. And it, yeah, kudos to the guy that I don't remember his name right now that did set up all the tables for Michigan GT. He did a great job. Yeah. Um, and he like came to us afterwards. He was asked, like, they were very interested, like, okay, what did you guys like about this? What can we change for next year? Like, they were very invested in making it a, as good a game as they possibly can. Yeah. And it's cool. The Imperial Terrain guy was out there. Talked to him for a while. I can't remember his name. Dave, maybe. Dave, he's a vet too. And um, we were talking about, you know, army shit. And he was saying he was there because he wanted to set the table. They asked him to come out, so he flew out from like Austin, Texas. Yeah. And like he was there watching like all the games, and he's watching. He's just like, okay. And he's taking notes. He's like, all right, I'm gonna make this type of terrain, and he specifically tailors it for like Legion games. Yeah. So like the best fit a Legion game and create like variety and like. Especially with snipers now, places you can get your snipers up to. It was, it was really cool. Nice. So in the GT, I did pretty good. I placed fifth, I think, or fourth. I think I was fifth. I was just we were you were up high. It was like four, five, six, somewhere right. In there. I won my first two games. There was only three rounds, and I lost my third one. Um, and we, if you know anything about um, Legion, there is currently a broken objective right now and it's the blue objective and it's um what's it called Matt? it's uh the uh key positions key positions if you especially in a tournament play if you are not the first player and you got to play their key positions you're losing nine times out of ten and i got in my first game so like you you get rid of the cards the third card in the row yeah. Was key position. So the, the first player, the blue player is going to get to it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah. So the first game, I'm like, well, I'm fucked. 
So, but I was just able to squeak it out because I used the train as best I could. And I was at the very last, like my last activation, I got over to get enough to like swing it my way by all point. Yeah. And I, I escaped. I'm like, well, fuck. I hope I don't see that again. <laughs> I saw that again. <laughs> but, so the second game I played, um, I don't remember much about it really. But I won that one. And then the third game I played, the guy that ended up winning the tournament, the same scenario happened to me again. So his, his blue objectives go down, and the third one was key positions. And I'm like – and he had Luke in his list. I played all Rebel on Rebel. I brought Rebel list, um, which sucked. I, it, it's, it's also fun to play against, like, Rebel Imperial. Like, you you know, knew that, that variety. Mm-hmm. So I did, all, I did blue on blue all three games, which wasn't great, but whatever. Um, and he got key positions. And there was just – it was the way he set it up and the way he played. There was nothing I I could do. Like it's just it's pretty it's pretty. Yeah, I saw your so yeah you were exasperating. Like I did the best I could Once to try to set, set up, it up. There there was nothing you could do. You had to push hard and yeah. hope your dice rolled well. Yeah, I did the best I could do it. I just couldn't make it work. But whatever. Um. So yeah, that was that. And then Matt, how did you do at the GT? I did okay. I was. Uh... So I think they had 28 show bowler, 26 or 28. Something like that. And then some people dropped. So we ended with 22. I was like middle teens, I think. Yeah. So I did. I had fun. I didn't, I didn't place well. I won one out of three. So I was one and two. Not great. I had a good time, though. I met some good people. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, Legion is just not. Just the way the game is and the way the line of, the line of sight stuff is, and the, especially the way they score it, which it's hardly any scoring. It's just the, win or lose. The problem, I feel, with the tournament structure is the scoring. Yeah, yeah. that's the main thing. That's the biggest problem I have with the game. The scoring kind of sucks. The way because, first of all, you, you look at win-loss, and then the first tiebreaker is strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. It's not points killed. It's not victory points scored. <clears throat> not any kind of MOV. It's just strength of schedule. Yeah. Which is, for a first tiebreaker, having it, having it dependent on other people and not on your actual plane of the game is bullshit. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. The operations they have would probably be a good way to run tournaments because it's standardized. I think the problem they have is in a tournament, you can't do MOV because everyone's going to be doing different and that's objectives and it, yeah. the objectives um affect how you score yeah so like you can have one if you do points scored there's some objectives where you don't score points it's just a death match right yeah. isn't that one of them yeah yeah <clears throat> so the they could do something like where like points killed they could yeah. do something like that they it could it, it's something that's more directly but like some of them is like the game you hold a zone and there's three zones and it's like a king of the hill type thing and then there's one where you got to run out and get um, objects and there's five objects so like you could win the king of the hill one and have all three zones and you have three victory points but then someone who if you get four of the objects and the other thing like they're gonna win you if you do it based on on victory points that way like yeah. it's i think that's why it is but if they're gonna do tournaments they I should have yeah do operation style where everyone's playing the same objective first round yeah i, the I same think objective second round and then do it that way like how much more effort would it be to put instructions to run it that way in a kit they're already doing the operations yeah they already have someone 
putting in the time and effort. It doesn't have to be super in-depth. It doesn't need the little story that goes with it. Just round one, this is what you do. This is how you score points. Yeah. This is how you determine. I was just saying you could just have it mandated which objective you use. And that would yeah. be kind of problem. like Imperial Assault where you got certain maps yeah. to play. Yeah. Or whatever. Or like how the uh, the Song of Ice and Fire tournament we did at Gen Con, everyone played the same game mode that round. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. And then another thing with Legion 2 is the time play. Yeah. Yeah. My last game did go six rounds, barely. My first two went four rounds. Like you just can't with the setup, the way Legion is, and the and the play. And I know there's people out there saying like, there's no reason you shouldn't get six rounds done. Well, there's a lot of reasons you can't get six rounds. Done. Yeah. And it's really hard. It just is, especially people that bring like high activation that, lists. But that's, that's their fault. Yeah. Now, if you bring a high activation list and you don't know how to play quickly, then yeah, that's your fault. You need to really hurry up. But it's very hard to get six rounds in. I found it to be that. Yeah. And I know a lot of people did. Most people did not play the six rounds. Most people did. I ended up – I had one game that went five. My other two went six. But I also I had eight activations. And the other guys I played were at least – I think I was probably one of the lowest activation lists there at eight. Everyone had at least ten, it seemed. Yeah. Most of them were pushing 11, 12, 13. And yeah, yeah, there was one ETST. I think I saw maybe two. Yeah, there weren't many. I don't think it was any airspeeders. There's one. There was one. There's one, and then the guy got on the Facebook group and just bitched his fucking head off. Like <laughs> this was awful because there was actually cover, and he is, and he's apparently the only one that's hasn't gotten the memo that you know T47s kind of suck. At the, I was yeah. like, it's running, but they're not. Yeah. But in a competitive scene, they're not that good. Yeah, the state of the. The you go to the game like right demo. now. It's everyone. They're just too expensive for what they do. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. I think if you first last with them, they can be effective. Sure, but that's literally all you can do. Yeah, but that's hard to do with a two hundred point unit. Well, it's more about your command hand too. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I don't know. It, the whole armor thing is really finicky. How that works too, because that that's a big thing. Like your T forty seven, it can go a whole game not taking any damage, or it can get wasted in one shot. Yeah, it, you know, like it depends on what's shooting it. Yeah, and how lucky your opponent's getting. Yeah, it's just the nature of the game. It's it's the dice. Yeah, and yeah, but it, it, it does suck when fucking a squad of naked stormtroopers pump five damage <laughs> into a fucking T forty seven. Just crit, crit, crit. Like, oh my god. <laughs> That's just bad luck. That's yeah. yeah. That's anomaly bad luck. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's good for running down units. Um, it's really good against other uh, vehicles. Like I played you that one time, and I took oh, yeah. down an ATST with my speeder. Yeah, and did some pretty good damage on the second one. Oh yeah, and that's what it was. You just fly it behind. You know, you gotta you gotta be kind of cagey with it. Don't get shot. It's something you have to be very careful with that costs a ton of points. Yeah. Which is generally not what There's a ton just, of points you, you could do. take it's two uh, ATRTs. It's a Liberty and Armada. Two ATRTs yeah. with like laser cannons, which is, was a part of my list. Yeah. At the GT. That'd probably be is better. Better. It'd do the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a random note. Um, have you found like, what is it? 
Is it the HH-12s? Is that something different? Are those the rocket launchers? Yeah, the Imperial. Yeah. yeah. Those those work pretty good. Do you think so? I think so. Because going against them, I feel like they don't do anything. Yeah, I, I've, I've made them work pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not scared of them. But they're not terrifying, but you also can't ignore them. I mean, you have to yeah. be mindful of them. It's, it's guaranteed damage, but it's not going to wipe you out by any means. No. It's what, two or three dice? Whatever it is, but it's three blacks, I think. Okay. Yeah. Three blacks. But uh, well, probably impact three, two. Yes. Yeah. But it's got that like a thing, which is a pain in the ass. Yes. We got to like exhaust it. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah you got to recover it. You can't move with it and yeah. shoot it the same turn. Yeah. Yeah. You have to set up. <laughs> I've made it work. I, I like them. Yeah. But so yeah, that's that's Legion stuff. Um, I tried X Wing 2.0. Me and Matt played. Yeah. And then I played Jeff, who made the cards, and it's actually kind of fun. I did a little. Uh, I did a little kid at it all play last week. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what did they have yeah, going they on? Had, they had uh, they had ten people show up. It was a pretty good turnout. Oh, I'm not surprised. It's X Wing. Did you buy it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I had. That, that's how I first started getting into it. I saw the X-Wings chips, and then they came up with Armada. But I'd already oh, bought... You, you had X-Wing, not, I had, not 2.0 X-Wing. Yeah, and then... So you and bought then the conversion kit. We were at Gen Con, and I picked up the conversion kits there because I already had all the ships, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to play them. Yeah, I got a bunch. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, you know, I don't think... I'm never going to do, like, the tournament scene with it, but, like, it was fun, like, playing with you it's, and playing with Jeff. It's, it's, not, it's, a bad it's not a bad game. It's, it's fun. And, like... I played a little bit of the first X-Wing, and I think X-Wing 2.0 is better. Like, it feels like you yeah. can actually fly, like, a bunch of X-Wings and do something with it. I haven't played 2.0. The problem I had with, um, I guess, 1.0 was, like, in the tournament scene. Um, and it, it's the same problem that I feel like Magic has is that there's just these insane combos you can get. Yeah. And then you get people that they don't necessarily like playing the game. They just like winning. Yeah. So they yeah. buy this combo that's supposed to be like this, you know, ultra win combo, and then they they're just douchebags when they lose. Yeah. You know, it, it just it really brings. We talked about this before. Yeah. X wing has shit. Yeah, it. we we bitch yeah. about it yeah. often. But I feel like that's the thing. Same thing with Magic, is you get people that they don't like playing the game. They just like winning. Yeah. So they spend money on you know the best deck and they net deck, and then they're just not fun opponents to play against. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, maybe X-Wing 2.0 has fixed some of those imbalance issues. They say they yeah. have. Um, I was yeah. talking with a couple of guys that I know who play that after we were done, and they were saying that there were a couple just auto-win bullshit lists Yeah, that they completely wrecked. It's still new enough that everyone's trying to figure out what yeah what's going to be good, what's going to be not, but they're it, – it's at the point where you can you can fly everything. I'm like, oh, so it's like, yeah. oh, Armada is now, and it's a as an that's outsider. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it seems to me that there's no bad ships in X-wing 2.0. Yeah. Whereas in 1.0, yeah. there's ships that nobody would fucking take, like X-wings, right? Yeah. 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 Star Vipers, fucking Tie Bombers. They were like, saying that a lot of it was that you would you would play the upgrade cards, and it just the only thing that changed was the ships you put them on. Yeah. So everybody's bringing the same upgrades. Everyone had the same combos going on. It's just slightly different to taste. Interesting. 
And it's interesting the 2.0 too is like how they're going to have a sliding scale of points. So when they do see these things popping up, FFG can change the points on stuff and just make it more expensive. So yeah. if you really want to do the thing it's that's a currently winning, yeah. it's going to be really expensive to do. 21st century gaming over here. I know, here. right? Using apps and phones and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't going to get into 2.0, but Brad right, right. giving me all his X-Wing 1.0 Rebels. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I like, never, fuck it, I guess I I'll... I never flew Rebels when I played X-Wing, so... So I'm going to... I'll buy the, the conversion kit, I guess. And $40 conversion kit? I'll get into the game for 40 bucks, I guess. Which Whatever. sounds like you've got your stuff. Dane, if you want scum, I've got scum, too. But I'm keeping my Imperial stuff. Because <laughs> if I get into it, that's what I'm going to fly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel I like... Play it here and there. Yeah, I'll, and I'll, you know, I'll just play it casually, but it was fun. Like I actually enjoyed. Thirty it. bucks for a conversion kit, though. I mean, that's yeah, that's nothing to get into the game. Fuck, easy. Oh yeah, buy that. Yeah, because yeah, cool. But all right, so anybody else play anything else or? Um, not board game wise, but um, just a side note that I saw that Asmodee's doing. Um, I guess they're bringing a lot of their board games to like video game consoles and like PC. Really? Um, specifically, I saw it was with the Nintendo Switch. Hmm. They, uh, it's like a new thing that they're going to try out. But people were playing like Catan and other weird shit. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's a big market, though. But Tons yeah, I mean, people play Catan. If, if you're playing a board game, the first one you played was probably Catan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although Catan sucks. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not bad. I mean, it's no, just, it's hands a fun game, like, but it's just, you can't fight anybody. <laughs> it's like weed, you know? <laughs> like, you start out playing weed, and then, and then you find hard drugs, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, they got... Um, I'm just on the digital games website. I guess they're doing Catan VR, which would be fucking sweet. VR is awesome. Yeah. Um, they got, like, Pandemic, Carcassonne, Small World... Agricola, they got a they got a those are all pretty big games. Yeah, I know wow, Ticket to Ride. That yeah, that's a big one. Um, Isle of Sky, Mansions of Madness. See, I've never played any of these games, but I I'm aware that yeah. like, a lot of people do. So yeah. like, that's just it's cool that that's kind of where things are moving. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, for people that aren't aware, I guess of fucking Basil, where you can do that already. <laughs> is the new Arkham Horror out? Is it available? Yes. The I third, just, the I third edition is for purchase. Yep. yep. Just came out. So I played that one <laughs> a couple times, and it's really fucking cool. Is it? And it's really fucking hard. Yeah, I've got. I've only played by myself. I played two games by myself so far. Uh, we're gonna play. We're gonna play some Arkham Horror. I'm down. I've got nice. the second edition. Nice. And the second edition, it's fun, but it's dated. Yeah, the third is very new. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very well put together. I like a lot of the things that they've changed. It's a lot. It's it, but, And there's like a lot of layers of this bitch. Like, oh, yeah. There's a lot of layers of this no, bitch Arkham. to try to beat it. And it's like, this motherfucker will snowball on you too. Yep. Like hard if you fuck up. Like yep. it's kind of unforgiving. <laughs> but it's that's like, part of the fun. Like it's the detail of difficulty and the, all the different things you can do. In a way, it's realistic. Because, I mean, you have these fucking demons coming in from portals to other dimensions and yeah you're, just a fucking, you're like a normal ass like you're a fucking librarian yeah yeah like what are you gonna you're like a bartender yeah it has like six arms and 18 tentacles like yeah. and it takes place in like the 20s so best case scenario you get like a fucking tommy gun yeah, yeah. Well, tommy gun could do some work yes no, yeah some more dice amazing yeah um no i like it yeah we're gonna get that together we're gonna start playing some mark of horror because that's 
I heard it was good because I apparently it's like one of the best selling games FFG has. Yeah, I kind of didn't hmm. know that. Yeah, I didn't there's tons of expansions for the second edition too. Yeah, and they got Eldritch Horror. So the second edition, I mean, that's done though. I think because third, third edition's out now. Yeah, they're still gonna sell it. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll do like expansions for third edition. So, so yeah, I'm I'm sure they will too. <laughs> <laughs> they they're probably gonna. So I mean, they do expansions for a lot of things. Yeah, I would it's assume. It's a logical conclusion. I would assume they're gonna do expansions yeah. for this. But yeah, the two games I played with myself because it's you can play it by yourself because you're playing yeah. against the board. Yep. Yeah. Um, like it was it was really good. It's really fucking hard. I've lost both times. Like, Sorry about that. I I, play- it was one of those games where you God. think you're winning and then you lose. Yeah. It's very much that. I want to play Dead of Winter now. I don't want to play XCOM and we need to play Spartacus so we yep. can yell obscenities <laughs> at each other. Yeah. Insert right. cock and ass. Yeah. Yeah. Jupiter's cock. Yeah, they uh yeah, we played that. We've all done XCOM and um uh uh, too many games, not enough Game time. Of it yeah. really is. Oh. You know what we need to do? Next time that lotto gets up high, just buy in. So if one of us hits it, we can all just hang out and yeah. game down. With Cre- each other. Create our compound. Yeah. Sweet. yeah. Yeah. The crack house. Yeah. Or do an aggressive purchase of Dane or, or Dane's parents' property up north and take that <laughs> <laughs> and seize it from his family. <laughs> we should just like, go up there sometime again and just like game all week. Well, we I told you I'm down for that. We just got We got to plan that way ahead of time so yeah. we can like make that work. Right. Well, we'll talk about that when we're not on the air. Yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Let's invite our listeners. Let's invite our listeners. Hey, what's the, what's the address of that place again, Dane? Where's Oh, where's yeah. That? It's, uh... <laughs> Is your mom going to be there? Because <laughs> I'll be 100% in. <laughs> I'll move a lot of things around that. <laughs> I'll watch your kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You watch my kids. I'm, I'm going up north. <laughs> That's right. So, all right. Anything else we want to talk about? No. Yeah, let's, let's wrap it silence. up. Yeah. Let's talk about fucking video games now. <laughs> Just do a podcast on Fallout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comes out. Juice for that coming out in a couple weeks. Totally got no life it. Yeah. It's going to be bad. You're going to come in here and Brian's going to be in a puddle of his own piss. Dude, shit. I'm have fucking... He's forgot to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Mountain Dew bottles full of piss. <laughs> <laughs> shit jug in the corner. Blankets <laughs> <laughs> over the windows. <laughs> it's like a vampire. You open the window, it starts hissing and shit. <laughs> White tighties with fucking yeah. hair growing everywhere. <laughs> shaved days. <laughs> Pizza boxes stacked in the corner. <laughs> fucking Mountain Dew game fuel. So, sounds like heaven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the episode, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and um, and we will see you guys next time.
I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left Cause I've been blasting and laughing so long That even my mama thinks that my mind is gone But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard of You better watch how you're talking and where you're walking Or you and your homies might be lying and chalk I really hate the trip, but I gotta low as they croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke Fool, I'm the kind of G the little homies wanna be like On my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street light Situation they got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the state, so I gotta be there with the hood team. Too much television watching got me chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got my tin in my hand and a gleam in my eye. I'm a loped out gangster, set tripping banker. And my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger. Fool, death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life through a dire. What can I say? I'm 23 now, but will I live to see 24? The way things are going, I don't know. After minute, hour after hour, everybody's running, but half of them ain't looking. It's going on in the kitchen, but I don't know what's cooking. They say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't, I guess they won't, I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool. Been spending most of